And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. Hey, hey, hey. And we are trudging along <laughs> through Season 9 of The Office. This week we'll be taking on Episodes 7 and 8, The Whale and The Target. We're, we're getting there, guys. This is, this is getting bad. This is getting to the point where I just want to fucking tap out. I know there's only a few more episodes to go, but... It's we bad. won't give up on you guys. No, we no. will make it through season nine. We're going to see it through, but this is not good. Um, <laughs> before we jump into this week's episodes, Bear, let everybody know what we uh, talked about last week. Sure, Kev. So last week we talked about um, episode five, Here Comes Trouble, where basically Andy tries to pretend he's still in college and that he's a big acapella star. <sighs> yeah. um, it's also the Halloween episode, so we got to see everybody's fun Halloween costumes. Nelly was sexy Toby. Um, Dwight had the iconic cold open of the jack-o'-lantern head. Um, we find out that, uh, like, we catch Oscar and the senator making out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Um, it's really yeah, not much Andy else really to add sucks, here. Yeah, Andy really sucks, Stephen Colbert shows up and he's still not funny, yeah. so whatever. So, like, Kevin and I were talking before we started recording, <clears throat> like, going over what we did last week. Yeah. And we both agreed, like, we literally recorded this a week ago today. Yeah. And we were like, it feels like a month ago because we just tried to I put, put it... Yeah. These out of our heads. Yeah, like, I totally forgot these episodes even happened. They made such a negative impact that I just immediately forgot them. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the shitty thing. And I, I say this, I feel like I say this every episode now. If Andy wasn't there, it would be great. But he's, like, the cornerstone yeah, of every episode. it's just, Because, like, I, I did like, find there was funnier parts to this. Like I said, Nellie and Dwight. Like, oh, with the antidepressant? Yeah, like, that was funny. But... Uh, Whatever, man. <laughs> Moving on yes. to episode six, the boat. Basically, <laughs> Andy's dad cheated on his mom, stole all the money, spent it all, and he's the competent one in the family trying to get their life back on track. And he's sell he's selling the family boat to support his mother, and because he's selfish and trying to live out a childhood fantasy, he decides he is going to sail the boat to the Bahamas. For the seller to take. Yeah. And he leaves... Um, Aaron alone. Aaron alone, yeah. yeah. But Kevin there's saves not a lot this of, episode. There's not a lot of energy in your no. recap here. Like we Sorry, guys. Yeah. This one, but like, Kevin saves it because he overhears Oscar admitting to the affair to the camera crew in the mm -hmm. very beginning. And throughout the episode, it's just Oscar trying to not let Kevin like spill, spill the, the beans, beans yeah. to Angela, essentially. And it's actually hilarious. Um, Kevin, or Oscar tries to fucking frame Kevin for stealing money because of a gambling addiction. Like, that whole storyline, yeah. Oscar is the god savior yeah. of this fucking Him season. and Kevin are great, and the rest is just blah. Shit. Like, and that's the thing, is like, I don't want to get too far where, like, I hate this so much, where it's like starting to become work. Yeah. Like, this is something that I enjoyed for a very long time, watching the show, talking about it, shooting the shit with you. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to the point now where today I watched a bunch of episodes... And I dreaded taking notes. <laughs> like, because the show has lost so much. Redeeming quality of these next two episodes, Andy's only in it for like 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, and of course, the opening of episode 7, The Whale. Yeah. He shows up his ugly, dumbass face. Yep. So, Kev, why don't you start us off? <sighs> start us start off. Start us off. Start yeah. us off with season 9, episode 7. The whale. And it opens up with a cold open where Aaron and a bunch of other people in the office are at Skyping. reception. Yeah, and they're, they're Skyping Andy from the boat. 
And Andy, he's like sunburned. He's an idiot. He starts dropping everything overboard, and eventually the computer falls off. Like, there's no humor in this. It's annoying. It's dumb. I don't care. He's like acting like he's been out to sea for like. Yeah, he's acting like he's been like on a deserted island, like he's cast away. Yeah, like he's insane. He's like actually does like a. (laughs) Yeah, laugh. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's poor. Uh, So the show proper opens with Dwight on the phone to David Wallace. It turns out that the Scranton White Pages need a new paper supplier. Mm-hmm. So, and Dwight does a talking head where he says, it's the White Whale, and he holds it up. He's going through all the fucking pages in this massive phone book. Uh, Wallace wants Dwight running point on this because he's the best salesman. And he tells him that there's a woman in charge who he'll meet. Well, he says that at the very end yeah. of the call. <laughs> and that's when Phyllis is like, Dwight can't do this. He has, like, women problems. <laughs> he referred to the so-and-so from this one company as Gina. The entire time. She corrected him five times. And Dwight's like, Gina said that? Yeah. But I love that, like, as they're all saying, like, oh, Dwight can't do it. But they're like, but the White Pages is such a big deal. And they go, we could have Pizza Fridays back. (laughs) And then Meredith, remember that week in the 90s when we got bagels? (laughs) And then Creed just goes, I miss Clinton. (laughs) Hilarious. But uh, Jim can't do it because he has his first board meeting Mm -hmm. for his company. Um Plop, Kevin, Clark, and Daryl are doing Movember in the break room. They're all growing mustaches out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing it for Toby to support prostate awareness. What is it? Prostate cancer awareness? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no shave mo- November. Yeah. So they're doing the mustache things. And Toby looks absolutely creepy. He looks like a dude in like an old western town. Dude, he's twisting that mustache yeah. while he ties a girl to the railroad track. And he thinks all of the guys are like bros. Like, oh, back in the annex, you know, me and yeah. the young guys chilling, having fun. <laughs> I love that he's like, I have very fertile hair glands. <laughs> yeah, what a thing to say. <laughs> and then we get a talking head where he says he's, him and the guys go out for lunch. And we see Plop and Clark walking with Toby behind them, there it is, in a trench coat <laughs> lo- with that mustache, looking like a guy who's just going to expose himself to children. Looks like John Waters. He does. <laughs> he does. And he, this woman is walking with her kid, and Toby just pops up in her face, very un-Toby-like, and yeah. just goes, smile if you love men's prostates. <laughs> and the woman, like, shields the child and runs away. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's the highlight of this episode. Uh, so Angela, psst, psst, Oscar. Yeah. And she pretty much confides in Oscar that she thinks the senator is having an affair. And then Oscar gets all panicked and shit. Um, So Angela says he's always at the yoga studio with Blake. And then Oscar's like, well, Blake is a guy's name. And then he gets like, well, I've never heard about Blake. Like, so (laughs) he gets in it with Angela and they're both like suspicious now. Mm -hmm. And... Oscar pretty much convinces her to do a stakeout of this yoga studio. Because mm-hmm. he never misses yoga. Yeah. So Dwight is with a, uh, with all the women at, at Dunder Mifflin uh, in the conference room, and they're trying to work on how he handles women. And he says he wants to be aggressive and imposing. And then he says, I will tell her what her needs are and fill them. Oh, Which we see all of them wincing at this point. Ugh, and he says... I wince too. Then and Pam's like, well, pretend I'm her. And he goes... Relax and do nothing. Once I'm finished, it's over. <laughs> and God. then Nellie's just like, "Have you ever killed a woman? Do you plan on killing any women?" Like, and if or, or and when you did, how did you kill that yeah. woman? Like, it's like he's so rapey in this scene. Like it's crazy. Uh, so Jim, we see, is on on the phone at his desk trying to do a cal- teleconference. And it keeps getting interrupted, and he's talking yeah. too low, and then they're making fun of him. And then he's like, he's like, don't worry, guys, I'd much rather be there with you. And they're like, whoa, oh, yeah. sexy Albert. <laughs> it was really weird. So he gets up and leaves, because Kevin also interrupts. 
winter's the season. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> so back to the women and Dwight. He's not showing he's listening the right way, or at least what they think is listening, which this scene reminded me of your husband, who once said, I don't listen, but I hear. <laughs> My husband, the great fucking philosopher. <laughs> he's so great. But, like, they're trying to get Dwight to, like, smile and nod like he's mm-hmm. actually listening, and he turns into, like, this insane puppet where his head <laughs> is going, like, all which way, and he's got this creepy, like, smile on Oh, he looks like a ventriloquist, don't yeah, he? it's awesome. But they're, like, trying to get him to be better or whatever. And then Phyllis tries, like, oh, why don't you follow my lead? And she's trying to do it, and Dwight is just a lost cause, Mm -hmm. and she gives up. And that's when Pam goes with him, uh, basically. She Mm -hmm. tries getting him to deal with women better, so she's going to go on the train with him, or on the sail with him. Mm -hmm. And they're in the car, and she's trying to get Dwight to say, like, is there someone, like, reasonable or comfortable around, or who you've been around? Mm -hmm. You can pretend it's them, like... You know, not all women are, like, imposing, like, power suit-wearing bitches. Yeah, and that. intimidating. He starts talking about a, dar- a barber who he felt comfortable around, who dog who fought dogs. <laughs> and she's like, you mean, like, he paid people to fight, like, the dogs fight each other, or he fought them? And Dwight just goes, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> Did we get to the point where, um, oh, fuck, I just had it in my head. Was it one of the women? No, it was something Dwight said, but I can't remember it now. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Fuck. So, Angela and Oscar are in the food court now mm-hmm. on the stakeout. Go I ahead. remember it Go now. Ahead. Sorry, yeah. guys. When he went off about shoulder pads. That was in this car. Yeah, when he's like, okay. they're power suit and their shoulder pads. <laughs> Why are you lying about your shoulders? <laughs> that just made me laugh so hard when he's like, don't lie about your shoulders. The 80s were a time where women were strutting. <laughs> Linebackers, Yeah, they were putting it out. But I feel like the sh- the big shoulders made their waist look smaller and that yeah. might have been the reason. They all wanted to look like an upside down Dorito. Yep. <laughs> so, the triangle was very in in the 80s. The triangle. Oh, the, <laughs> the triangle bush as Goofy once said. Uh, so the senator is with a girl um, at the yoga place mm-hmm. and she's helping him bend over and everything. And Oscar's like, well, she's just helping him stretch for downward dog. Yeah. To well, which Angela's like, I've heard about this dog style. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um... She, I love that she's like, oh, my God, she's she's a little chunky. <gasps> Look at Thumbelina! She's <laughs> definitely a size zero. And it's like, oh, my God. So, the girl hugs a guy with a man bun. It's her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She kisses and, him, too. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's okay. And then Oscar sees the senator stretching with a guy, and he's like, hold on, Angela. <laughs> we gotta stay. Like... <laughs> So, we need to stay and check this in, check into this. The guys in the annex are throwing a ball around, and Toby's sitting on top of a garbage can, just going, yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, just guys <laughs> having fun. Trying so hard to, like, communicate with people. Yeah. Uh, Jim is outside on the phone, and there's a guy grinding metal. Uh, he backs into Meredith's car, and the, or van, and the car alarm goes off, <laughs> at which point Hank runs out, where are them skateboarders, punks? Dude. And Meredith runs out with a bat. Jim, what happened to my car? And, like, he's trying to have this business meeting. And, they, like, they can't hear him. There's it, shit going on. But I love Hank. This ends now. Yeah, he's going to murder like, these kids. The whole scene, Hank and Meredith combo in this was <laughs> yeah. fucking amazing. Where are those skateboarders at, he's, Jim? He's just yelling, it ends today. He's like, he's going to murder them. <laughs> so um, Dwight and Pam arrive at the White Pages, and the assistant takes them in, and they say, oh, well, who are we expected to meet? Mm-hmm. And she looks at the camera and says, oh, she'll be right in. Yeah. And leaves. She won't give the name. So Pam is, like, looking around, and she sees uh, a picture of a blonde woman skydiving. Her face is kind of, you know, obscured she by the, the goggles, goggles and everything. Yeah. And then she looks down at a table where there's candles, a certain type of candle, Mare Bear. What are they? Serenity by Jan. And then she looks up at the wall, and there's one of those, like, pop art, where it's, like, the four squares. Four different colors, And it's, yeah. her, it's Jan's uh, portrait in each one, like, different colored hair and skin yeah. and everything. 
and Pam's just like, oh dear God. It's And Jan arrives at the door. She appears yeah. like Forget the Black Widow. Forget everything we taught you. And she enters, and we see flashbacks of her going crazy in the in past episodes. Yep. And Pam acts happy to see her. Dwight just kind of bullshits like, oh, your daughter's so cute, I could rip off her head. <laughs> <laughs> and Jan is like disappointed because David Wallace isn't there. And she kind of takes it out on her assistant and makes her cry. Yeah. Uh, so then... You know, she's all disappointed, whatever, and Pam wants to leave, but Dwight wants to make the sale, and he tells Pam to just stay and, like, bide time when he'll be right back, and so Pam is, like, asks Jan to look at pictures of Astrid, mm-hmm. Astrid. Uh, we see Plop with Aaron. She doesn't like his mustache. It looks like a, the eye, his mouth looks like the eye socket of a cyclops because it looks like an eyebrow in the middle of his face. And then he walks out of the bathroom with shaving cream and a razor, and he's clean shaven. Because Plop is the worst thing that has ever happened Aaron to the show. fucking sucks, too. She does. Yeah. Well, she's actually more... Yeah. She's more tolerable without Andy, but she still fucking sucks. Well, no. Yeah. This whole, this whole thing your, sucks. Your mouth, it looks like an eye for a cyclops, because there's just one eyebrow. Like, just say his mustache looks like a pederast and get over it. Like, <laughs> it's not a pederast. So, Jan is showing a slideshow of Astrid to Pam, and there's this song. Do you know it? The, were you singing it? Mommy, you're the greatest. Mommy, you're a star. It's so over the top. I don't know what and the song it, it's is. A I song think Jan made it up. Jan is singing it to herself. It's so like painful. a song about being a mom, but it's like pictures of Astrid coming out of closets in her clothes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's, How would I ever fill your shoes? Yeah, it's just really bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's painful, actually. And, yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be cringy. I have a lot to say about Jan in this episode, which <laughs> is also a reason for my... Score when we right, reveal we'll, it. We'll get there. So Angela and Oscar are back at the uh, stakeout, and I, she's starting to realize something is up because Oscar's like, "Well, you know, these politicians lie about so much about you know, all these sex lives and stuff like that. He's afraid to say he's gay or something like that." And she's just like, "Uh huh, uh-huh. something's rotten in Denmark." Yep. So Dwight arrives with Clark at Jan's office, and he's basically pimping him out as the new hunter. He even, he, he even mentions Hunter. Yeah. And he's like, look at this mustache he's been trying to grow for weeks. And of course, it's like our little, our brother Oz would grow yeah. a mustache. <laughs> got like three mustache hairs. Three wispy hairs. Yeah. And Jan like, is like, leave, like tur- has him turn around. And then she goes up and asks him if he, she, if he has a valid passport. And he's, she just tells Jim, or Jim, Dwight and Pam that she'll call them next week about possible business. It just, this is weird. They turned her into a pedophile because they're like. Well, he's not like an underage. No, guy, but, but the like the, he's like, oh look, at this young young man Hunter was what seventeen. Like, look at this one; he can barely grow a mustache. He's yeah. not a real man; he's a boy. It's feeding like, into her very bad fetish. <laughs> it's like very strange. Yeah, and Jim. <sighs> so Jim's partner calls. Also, wait, oh, can go I ahead. just make a note? Yeah. So Pam is like trying to play Kate Jan. And she's like, oh, I love oh, how Astrid during, like, signed her name. Yeah, they were watching. Okay, I, I skipped over this because it was it's stupid. Well, it is. At the, at the, the it's at the end time, of the slideshow after Jan's song. Go ahead. At the same like, so it says, like, love Astrid, but it's, like, written, like, very childlike. Like the Rugrats would letters. do. Yeah. yeah. And Pan's like, oh, that's so cute. And she's like, uh, Cece does that, too, with the backward E's. And Jan's like, I did that. That's not... Astrid knows how to write her name. Yeah. And Cece doesn't know how to write her name. It's only two letters. Cece is, like, two, three. Yeah. She's, like, 
not writing names. Astrid is like eight in these fucking pictures. And then Jan says people can't spell Astrid. Has Pam try to do it? Pam botches it on purpose. Yeah. She's like, don't patronize me. Like, It's we'll, very strange. We'll talk about this at the end. Yeah. So uh, Jim gets a call from his partner who says it's not working out without Jim and Philly. Mm-hmm. And Jim's like, what does that mean? Da-na-na, cliffhanger. Jack Bandit. <laughs> yeah. So Angela and Oscar uh, are still there. They see the senator make a call and they duck down. So not so as not to be seen, and Oscar's phone goes off, and that's when Angela knows that the senator was calling him. Yep. Uh, Pam and Dwight tell Molly, the assistant for Jan, to quit, and Pam says like, "Oh, you should get her number. You you know you dealt with her very well." Mm-hmm. And Dwight says he already got her license number, and when the time comes to court her, he will. And he says that women love gossip. That's why he's telling Pam, his female friend. Oh my God. And that's the end of the episode. What'd you give it? A 2.5. I give it a 1.8. This was awful, and there's one big reason it gets the 1.8. Well, first of all, the three storylines. Jim trying to make a phone call and being interrupted. Yeah. Okay, that's like as cliche as it gets. Yeah. Uh, The second one with Angela and Oscar, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, And everything with Jan. See, the thing is that started off well. With the Dwight and the ladies yes. in the conference room. It started off well. And that's why well. I said Dwight not being able to sell to women. It makes so much sense with his character, with yeah. his history. And it was funny. It was almost um, reminded me of when they tried to make him Pretty like, classy. Yeah. Yes. And uh, like so it was like trying to teach him social skills, essentially. And it's very in touch with who the character exactly. is. Exactly. As a chauvinistic I really, pig. I really enjoyed that. And then like the Toby stuff was funny. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean... Aaron Plop, don't give a shit. No, I could fucking burn them alive and I would still not give a shit. This episode got the low score for ruining the Jan Levinson character. And by essentially making her a Bond villain. She comes in all all in white. She was looking to entrap David Wallace. Like, she has these artwork of herself all over the place. Like, she has the steely look. know her name. Yeah, and Pam, like, backs down to everything she says. And, like... Everything they did with Jan was the opposite of what Jan Jan. was. Like, I I just didn't like it. Like, they took this character. I thought the perfect write-off for her was Michael's autopsy. The relationship autopsy. And they just leave it as it is. And, like, she's crazy and she has her kid, whatever. Mm -hmm. Instead, they brought her back for the... This seemed like a last gasp at, like... Look at, don't you remember this from the previous seasons? Jan was great. When this show was good, everybody. And, like, without Michael, there's no reason for Jan. I have to, I, I have to agree with him. Like, and even last week, I think I was like, oh, maybe you'll like next week episode. I was totally thinking it was sex ed. Like, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot yeah. that this episode was as it's not, just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't what it should have been. Again, no. wasting so much potential with a character. Why is David Wallace taking a call from a big client that won't give their name? Like, it's just stupid. Like, everything about it was well, just... We and then she's going to rape Clark? Thing. Like, yeah. what is that about? Like That's weird. Like, they took it in such a weird direction. Like, a direction I don't didn't know if they were go. trying to like, be like, oh, look, Jan is so crazy. We don't know what she's going to do. But it's like, Dwight knew exactly how to get to her. So it's not yeah, like so a she's surprise. Yeah, so she's not unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... That was part of the fun of Jan, was you didn't know what this crazy bitch mm-hmm. was going to fucking do next. Yeah. Now she's just... going to throw a Dundee at a plasma TV <laughs> and then glue the Dundee back together? Like... <laughs> Is she going to barge into Wallace's office and call him a son of a bitch? And say, oh, I'm getting fired because of these. He likes them. Her tits. And and that's the whole thing. Like, this thing just sunk 
as soon as the yeah. Jan stuff started, I was like, oh, it God. Was, it was so much potential wasted, again, with another character. Yeah, I just, it just wasn't funny. It was blah, it was bland. It started off well, and it just crashed and burned. Like, yeah. I just hated it. I'm sorry. Watched it twice, gave it two shots. Yeah. First time I was surprised. I was like, oh, they brought Jan back. And then as soon as she starts talking... Uh, yeah, yeah no, not not a fan. <laughs> nope. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about on this one? No. All right, so that'll bring us up to Season 9, Episode 8, The Target. But before then, Bear, why don't you let everybody know where they can find us? Sure. So, guys, you can find us on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We like to uh, tweet out our favorite screen grabs from each week, post about what our next podcast is going to be. Kevin is very active on there with our wrestling feeds and football and all that other good stuff. Yes. Um, and then you can also email us if you have any feedback. If you completely disagree that season nine is garbage, a hot steaming pile of garbage. Yeah, if so you far, disagree with that take because right now we're seven episodes in, and I fucking hate this, and I regret that we have uh, what's after seven to twenty-three. What do we got? Eight Fourteen more episodes yeah. left. Oh god. Yeah. But you can email us your feedback. Two more months of this, guys. I'm gonna try and be happier because, like, I know we sound like we're in a morgue right now, but like. <laughs> So I don't want to be negative. Like, I want to be positive. I want to enjoy doing this. Yeah. But recapping some of these episodes, they just insult my intelligence, I feel like. Yeah. But, a little bit. Anyway. But anyway, you can email us yeah. at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kev, where else can they find our cast? You can listen to us on any podcasting app that you choose. You can find us on Google Podcast, um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, Overcast, wherever you listen to cast, you will find us. And you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, where you can listen to us as well as other great shows like Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. So subscribe to the Jenny Position today. You'll thank me later, I promise. <laughs> this I promise you. 98 degrees, right? No. Yeah. I don't remember. Is that, it's not O Town. No. This I promise. Is that, wait, is that? This, this I, I promise, promise you. you. It's in sync. It's in. Oh, is it's it? In sync. No. Yep. I thought it was ninety eight degrees. You just sang in sync gotta, of your own volition. Got a giddy up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alrighty. So that brings us to the target. So. Yes. So guys, uh, uh, season nine, episode eight, the target. Cold open. We have Oscar's very nervous <laughs> because um he thinks that Angela may have figured out that he and the Senator are having an affair, and he's like, if she's acting normal, we're good. If she's really nice to me, we're in trouble. <laughs> so he thinks that she doesn't know because she comes in. She's like, Oscar, yeah. is it really cold in here? Like she's acting totally normal. So he's like, oh, she doesn't know. And then we see her very reminiscent of when Dwight got fired mm -hmm. in the background of Annie's talking head. She's glaring at Oscar through the window while he's doing his talking head. Do you know head. what she has? You see the big pair of scissors in her oh hand? Oh, my God. She has this big, sharp pair of scissors she's wielding. She's yes. about to cut off somebody's junk. <laughs> so that's our cold open, yeah. essentially. It's all right. I like yeah. it. So now uh, we see Pam and Jim arrive. And Pam is in a crew neck Pratt Institute sweatshirt. Yeah, where she failed. <laughs> she, did not, she did not complete her one semester there. You're no. right. Um, and she says that she's finally going to start the mural um, downstairs. And she's not going to do another coat of primer. She's going to actually start it this time. Yep. And those are her painting clothes because Dwight goes, Oh, it's finally happened. Pam has given up. <laughs> That's hilarious. So now uh, we see Dwight is, um, or I'm sorry, Jim is about to ask David Wallace if he can move to part time so that he can 
focus on his new job because mm-hmm. he said it's important for him to be there because last week they named the company Athlete. Yeah, with like these red baseball hats that yeah. are like hideous. It was like this bland thing. Yeah. And that's a horrible name for a company. Yeah, so he's like, if I was there, I could have prevented that. Mm-hmm. Which is like, yeah, but would you have come up with something much better though, Jim? <laughs> so anyway, um, Plop is... Input, he explains his job, essentially, which, like, he makes it sound so much worse than Kelly Kapoor ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets customer complaints. He has to enter them into the computer. And once they're in the computer, then he writes them on a note card for no fucking reason. So he's building a tower with the cards. So then we see Angela and Dwight, uh, they rendezvous at their old meeting spot. She arrives, and he is fucking stark naked. <laughs> He's just, it's his, a renaissance painting. Yeah, like his leg is up, his junk is hanging out. Yep, yep. And she's just like, oh my god, Dwight, not like that. The shroot bucks are out. Yeah, the shroot bucks are <laughs> hanging all over the place. And he's like, come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> it's so sexy. And she's like, no, Dwight, we're not doing that. That's not what I wanted to meet with you for. But he's like, I was just working out. And he does jumping jacks. <laughs> and you can actually hear like a slapping noise as he's doing the jumping jacks. The jack. ham hitting the thigh. It's pretty fucking gross. I'm not going to lie. So she tells him that she needs help uh, with finding somebody who operates outside of the law. And she needs a vigilante. And Dwight says... Yawn. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Dwight says, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. Basically, if I'm not in your panties, I don't go vigilantes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually a good line. Mm -hmm. But she says she just needs his help finding somebody. So he agrees he's going to help her. Um, And he sends an SMS text to his friend who used to be on the deputy sheriff with him, the volunteers. Got kicked off the force. And he also got kicked off the force. So now um, Jim is trying to save the conversation with David Wallace because David's like, listen, man, I need somebody in the office. There's a crisis. Mm -hmm. I need somebody who can handle it. And uh, I just don't think that's going to work. So, of course, Jim, quick on his feet, goes, well, Phyllis and Stanley said that they would cover for me (laughs) if something were to happen. He goes, well... That's a totally different story. He never asked them, though. Nope. So now we see Jim, Phyllis, and Stanley in the break room. And Stanley's like, why would we cover for you? We are not friends. <laughs> when's my birthday? And he goes, that's not fair. I don't know. When's my birthday? And he goes, I don't know, because we are not friends. <laughs> and so Jim offers to take them for lunch. And he goes, now you're talking. <laughs> so... Uh, then we see, oh yeah. Uh, Kevin wants to build the higher tower, and Plop is like, I'm building a base. And Kevin's like, wider, but upward. And like, yeah. And then Daryl's like, oh, what you guys doing? And that's that's as yeah. important as you guys need to know. <laughs> so then Dwight and Angela get into a van, and the guy goes, are we safe? It's He looks like the dude, like I've never seen an episode of it, but the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, you always You always see the picture of the guy with yes. the glasses. That's what he looks like. I don't know if the Trailer Park Boys came out before this, or if that's what they're basing the character on. I don't know. But all I'm going to say is that the, this character, this guy, whoever he is, it would have been a million times better payoff if we're going to be doing throwbacks if this was Rolf. Yeah, that would have been amazing. From the company picnic. But Rolf also hates Angela, as we saw at the company picnics. He might not have... But won- if he's getting paid. Eh, he might not have wanted to help Angela out, the slut. We're going to wipe your shit off her faces. <laughs> it gets the thing of pissing your ass or whatever he says. <laughs> that gets the best. So, we find out... Um, 
Angela asks him if he owns a gun, and he pulls out receipts. Oh, yeah. And He's he keeps a typical it in the safe. moron because yeah. his gun was stolen, so he keeps the receipt for the gun and not the gun. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But he agrees to help her out. So then um, Pam is on the lift down in the warehouse. She doesn't really know where to start. And he is there. Just watching. And, yeah, and he's just waiting for her to start painting. And he's kind of like hackling, hackling <laughs> yeah. her. And, um, You're going to start? Yeah. So then we see the group is now gathered to build the tower. It's like Nellie, Creed, Meredith, all of them are there. Basically. All the losers. <laughs> yeah. This The B plot of this, well, C plot of I this episode. I fucking hate this. That's, I'm not going to be... Going over okay. that very much. Okay. Uh, so basically, they're celebrating everybody's complaints every time they put it on the tower. Yep. So then Trevor, Angela, and Dwight um, are still in the van, and Angela asks him to murder somebody, and he's like, oh, yeah. oh, wow. She pulls murder That's out. That's a yeah. big one. That's the big one. She's willing to put a hit out. Yeah. Like our old mailman back in the day. <laughs> Yo. Willing to put out a hit. Are you going to talk about that? I probably, I don't know. I don't think we should. No. I don't know if he's back out of jail or not, so let's not. <laughs> So anyway, what a story. <laughs> anyway, it's a story for the Christmas episode, guys. <laughs> so um, let's see. Dwight is trying to talk her out of it. Yeah, he's it. trying to be the voice of yeah, reason. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, you want to murder somebody that we work with? Like, like even that's too well. He doesn't know that they work together. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Um. No, he. No, he doesn't no, find out yet. until later. Okay. He's just like shocked that but she would want he, to yeah, kill he another person. He tries to talk her out of it, and yeah. she's like, "My husband is cheating on me." Like. This, this person cheated on me. You could say it's a friend. I thought it was a friend. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so they basically decide on a kneecapping yeah. instead. To which Dwight says, that's cold. A woman is almost useless if she can't scrub. Yeah, <laughs> she can't get on her knees and scrub. And it's going down at 4 p.m. And Trevor warns her, once I leave here, there's no undoing there's this. There's no turning back. So then we see Jim, Stanley, and Phyllis. They arrive at the restaurant. And as soon as the waiter comes over... Stanley orders surf and turf with a side of lobster because it just doesn't come with enough lobster. <laughs> and I love Phyllis. She just goes, how much wine do you have? <laughs> what a sentence. Not, oh, what kind? Just yeah. how much do you have in the building that I can <laughs> physically drink? So now Oscar um, goes over to Angela. They're back up in the office and he gives her a cookie. And she's like, oh, Oscar, you're such an angel. Thank you so much. And... Dwight sees this, that as Oscar walks away, Angela crumbles the cookie in her hand while glaring at Oscar the entire time. destroys it, yeah. Yeah. And Oscar's just like, huh. Hmm. (laughs) That's strange. So now Oscar's in the stairwell on the phone with the senator, like, yeah, I just gave her a cookie. She called me an angel. I think we're in the clear. But then Dwight, like, pops up from around the other side of the stairs. (laughs) Yeah, totally listening listening in. Um, So now we're back at the complaints tower. Uh, Daryl's complaint was that he called a customer while having sex, and he said it was actually just him eating spaghetti. <laughs> and Kevin wants to put the top the the top on the tower, and he topples the whole thing over, and everybody starts freaking out. And Pam is listening in at this point as yeah. well. Okay, so this reminds me of. They're trying to make him into the new gym. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because it reminds me of Office Olympics. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. He's like, Fluger no, everybody. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is going to be great. He's blah, rounding blah. everybody up for yeah. office bullshit. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, everybody, be cool. Like, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Who in this room That's what this power is made of, is all of our mistakes yeah. on these and cards. Like, but he's like, raise your hand if you've never made a mistake. 
or had a complaint and Pam raises her hand and nobody else mm-hmm. does. And he's just like, yeah, no, like, this is what it's all about. We'll rebuild it. Boring. And then, and then of course, fucking Aaron's Oh, Aaron's like, like ooh. Oh, mm. the enthusiasm. Look at how passionate he is. Here's my head nod. Good <sighs> job. Good God. <laughs> Barf. Seriously. So yeah. now we're back with uh, Jim at lunch. And Jim is explaining that, you know, you guys would just be covering me for two days. Like, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. Phyllis is drunk. And she's like, do you ever look at your hands? Like, I don't even know whose hands these are. I don't even recognize them. They're so old. Whose hands are these? She's she's in the contemplative, like, I'm getting old. (laughs) These aren't my hands. Look at these liver spots. Like, like Stanley's got, like, three lobsters (laughs) on his plate. Like, it's ridiculous. So now they're doing another tower, but they're missing one card, one complaint short, because there's no more. Mm. So Pam volunteers to get one, and Meredith says something like, Miss Pris would never even fart on a butterfly. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I can't even relate to that sentiment. So yeah. no, you're right. <laughs> um, so now that's the new plan. So now we're back with Dwight and Angela, and Dwight confronts Angela, and he's like, it's Oscar. <laughs> and then this she, quote, yes. Are him and the senator, they're gaying each other. Gaying. Gay as a verb. <laughs> gaying each other. And um, she admits it. And Angela's like, yeah, I'm pissed off because it is a friend. A friend who should be there for me and be happy for me. And, you know, but he broke my vows. He turned my husband gay. And Dwight basically was just like, listen, your husband may have broken your vows, but you and I broke them first. <laughs> yeah. Like... That's not okay, man. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking put a hit out on your friend. Like, <laughs> because you cheated on your husband, too. Mm-hmm. So then... Um, That's when she realizes. She's like, so. well, he's already here, so there's nothing... But she doesn't even care. She's like, well, he's already here. Yeah. Nothing we can do now. And we see, like, his paneling... Yeah. Like, the van with the paneling on the side. <laughs> Dude, that was, like, our... our we didn't have van. one of those... The blue, no. We didn't have paneling. paneling. No, we didn't have the wood grain on the side not of the minivan. Not the paneling. We did have a van like that, We had though. the Windstar, but yeah. not like that. So now Dwight runs to stop Trevor. He gets Oscar and he's like, Oscar, you have to come quick. <laughs> Down in the um, warehouse. warehouse, there are construction workers without pants on and they're drinking diet soda. <laughs> you have to come see it. And Meredith just goes, Yahtzee. <laughs> so her and Oscar go down to the warehouse to see these construction workers. Trevor then arrives with a sub, well, a hoagie. Mm. Hoagie in these parts. Hoagie and grinder. Yeah. Uh, and it has a lead pipe sticking, yeah, sticking out of it. Yeah, just sticking out. It's like the most ridiculous looking thing. <laughs> and he just goes, sandwich delivery for Oscar Martinez. And Kevin looks around and in like the worst Spanish yeah. accent ever, he goes, I am Oscar Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the sandwich He just so wants bad. the sandwich. He doesn't even see the lead pipe. <laughs> and Angela's like, no, not him. Yeah, she not like him. rushes in and takes. Outside. Yeah. So now we're back at lunch. And Stanley is very much still enjoying his lunch. Phyllis is over, like, so there's, like, a barrier between sections, and there's this giant bottle of wine, and she's, like, trying to pull it up, and Jim's like, Phyllis, it's just decorative. It's just decorative. And she's like, no, there's wine in there. And she's poking a... Yeah, a, a butter kn- knife. She's yeah. like, excuse me, can you help? And Jim's like, don't poke people with knives. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so awesome. It's absolutely amazing. And Jim's just like, so can we talk about this? And... Stanley's like, it's tacky to talk about that at lunch, Jim. Let us, <laughs> let us enjoy ourselves. <laughs> so now Oscar and Dwight are, like, he's, like, 
taking him through the warehouse, and he explains that Angela knows what you did. She hired a guy to break your kneecaps, but I'm going to protect you. So then he, like, he goes outside, and Trevor's outside waiting for them, holding the lead pipe like a fucking baseball yeah. bat, and he's like, I'm going to do this. I might throw up, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> so then they all wrestle. Oscar gets the pipe, and he's, like, ready to fucking beat Trevor's brains in. Mm-hmm. But then Dwight's like, no, he's my friend. <laughs> Which Dwight's he had just, just done. Yeah. He had just done for Oscar. He's like, Trevor, he's my friend. You can't do this. They get the pipe and then he goes, Oscar, he's my friend. You can't do this. <laughs> so now Trevor just runs. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get there yet. Oh, everybody's yeah. encouraging Pam to get a complaint. Although Creed's, Creed's quote here, because um, they're like, okay, oh, yeah. it's a family business. Don't let that shake you. And he goes, remember, you're a scumbag, so you think scummy thoughts like this. Yeah, he just and he looks just at stares it. off into space. <laughs> um, so then Pam does like a, yo mama's so fat, yeah. uh, people see her in red, they yell Kool-Aid, this Pam helper. And then she hangs up. Then they get a phone call, and Aaron goes, absolutely, yes, I'll put, I'll put a note in on that. And she goes, we just lost a client. <laughs> Everybody starts celebrating, but then they realize that they lost the client. <laughs> yep. So now Trevor runs away from Oscar and Dwight, and Oscar's mad at Dwight because, like, he told Angela where to get a hitman, <laughs> essentially. Yep. And then Angela's behind him, and she confronts him, and she goes, "You made my husband gay." And Oscar goes, "He was gay. You knew this. Like, how did you not see it? I didn't make him do anything." So then, like, she, like, he basically was just like, you know what? Go ahead. You can hit me. And she tries to get the pipe off him, and she's like, let it go. <laughs> and then she kicks him yep. in the shin and leaves. So now, uh, back at the tower, we find out that the complaint says that the mother was recently deceased and struggled with obesity her entire life. And Pam's like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so then they all celebrate that the tower is complete. Yay. Yep. Dwight and Angela, she's crying. She says how stupid she feels. And Dwight is comforting her, saying, like, it's okay, monkey. You'll be okay. Jazz is stupid. Oh, my God. He's like, you're not stupid. Jazz is stupid. She goes, Jazz is stupid. Just play the right notes. (laughs) That's, like, an amazing line. It really is. So now uh, Jim, Stanley, and Phyllis return from lunch. Phyllis and Stanley look like they're asleep in the back yeah. seat, like a bunch of toddlers yeah, on their way home. Yeah, puts his coat on Phyllis like a blanket. <laughs> and they went to Carl von Luger's, which actually... Oh, is that where it was? Yeah, I saw in the bag, which actually they did have a, yeah. a Carl von Luger's in downtown Scranton yeah. at one time. No longer. Uh, no, no longer. <laughs> but, um, so... Basically, they sleepily go, we're going to cover for you, Jim. And he's like, oh, my God, really? You guys are going to? And she's like, we love you, Jimmy. You guys are our family. We love you guys. It's and he weird rejoinder yeah. at the end there. I mean, unless, I guess they're just getting ready for the show to be over. <laughs> so they're like, everybody loves each other. Prairie shit, everybody. You know, like one of those things. So now he hugs them and la, la, la. So now Pam is downstairs painting and he is yelling at her. Um, and then we see Dwight and Angela asking Toby questions. About gays. About gayness. <laughs> what is gayness? How is it transmitted? How is it transmitted? Angela says that her pastor said that it comes from breastfeeding. And Toby's like, he said that? She goes, well, he didn't fight me on it. <laughs> um, and then he's just like unsure of how to respond to them. Angela asks if... Um, 
when two men intertwine their penises like the snakes on a medical alert bracelet. <laughs> I love is the specificity called, of yeah, it. Is that called red vining? Um, Dwight asks, where are gay men's vaginas? And Toby's like, there are no vaginas. They're mm-hmm. just regular men. And then Dwight says, how do they know which man's penis will open to accept the other man's penis? <laughs> and Toby just goes, wow. <laughs> like, he has no response for the shit. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which r- brings me back to when Dwight was asking him where the clitoris yeah, was. The clitoris. And it's like, the public school system <laughs> completely failed him. What did you give this one, dude? I give it a 3-3. Three, three. I gave it a 3-3. Three, three. Okay, yeah, I feel good about that. I said the Oscar <clears throat> Angela Dwight stuff was, like, fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, the closing was, wow. Yeah. I'm just yeah, going to go with Toby, wow. The lasting imprint is them with Toby asking him all these questions about gayness. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the Stanley Phyllis gym dynamic was really good. Yeah, I love different. it. I love it when Stanley and Phyllis like get together cause they're like the old married couple mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I love those two together. Um, the tower was something could, for could, the ensemble. It to was do. something. It, I don't care. It was something for them to do. I just, Oh God, how do I put it? This show, this is like a perfect encapsulation of what I think this show is in total. And that is, it's not a, well-written show in every regard. It's they'll hit a home run once mm-hmm. an episode, but it's covered co- like it's surrounded by a lot of strikeouts. They have a re- one really strong plot line, or yeah, or scene even sometimes, yeah. and that's it. And then it just goes like everything around it is just like this is like blah. <laughs> it's yeah. blah. It's well, where, like last like, episode, I, Toby's prostate shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it was like but it was ten combined seconds. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it was great. For the 15 seconds of airtime it got. But then there's other bad stuff. Like, this show very rarely is, like, produces an all-around really good show. Mm -hmm. There's often something that's just lacking. Well, we haven't given a five since... It's been a while. Did we even give one last season? Yeah, we gave We definitely did. Yeah, we definitely did. I was going to say, season eight, yeah, we 100% did. You did for Garden Party, at least. But, um, all, like... All things considered, like a three three, I think seems fine for this. Yeah, it's it's fair for this one. Like this one, I've, this is one that I didn't have a lot to say about, honestly. Mm. Where I was just looking and like I'm reading through my notes here, and it's like, you know what? We did not give a five in season eight. You know what? You give one. Garden Party four seven. Oh Jesus Christ! You uh, gave it a four five. So it's been a while since we gave it. Probably season seven. Probably threat level midnight or Todd probably. Packer or something. Um, Shit. Yeah, overall, it's just, yeah, whatever. I mean, like I said, the... Pam painting, uh, I don't care. Like, and that's the thing, that was the big through line with the whole tower thing, is that she got inspiration from, like, do Kevin and Creed and Meredith care what they think? Yeah. No, and, like, now she's like, I don't care what people, I'm gonna make a painting. Well, and that's just, like, I literally cared so little about it, I was just like, oh, he day was the highlight of her painting. Yeah, I care very little about Pam. And I know that's a harsh thing to say about a main character on this show, but, like... Pam is just so inconsequential. Like, if she was gone... She's the regular person on the show. I guess. She's well, the Jim normal is. person. Jim is more... Her and Jim are the normal but people on the show. It's just... If if she left the show, the show wouldn't lose much. Mm. I don't think. Like, it would lose some, but not yeah. a lot. It's just... I don't know. Like, this I'm is one I wish I had more to say. I'm just going to reiterate what I said at the beginning of this episode, is that Oscar is... 
Great. The he's the MVP of the season. Flagship of this season. He's saving this yeah. season with He's the only line. one worth a damn in this season. Yeah. Him and Angela are saving this yeah. season. Not even Angela, really. It's no. du- it's Oscar and Kevin. Yeah. It's just blah. saving this season. And Plop sucks. Plop's the fucking worst. I'm sick of this, like, Aaron Plop. Like, well, it's because I fucking each other. Every no, week. that's because we've already seen it in season one. Yeah. They're just replaying the normal guy but, dating the receptionist. The redheaded receptionist. The worst part about it is that Andy isn't any... He's no Roy. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? Um, fuck it. What do we got here? So, yeah, we're just going to cut it there, guys. <laughs> next episode... Or next... Pat, blah, 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 next week, we're going to go over Season 9, Episode 9, Dwight Christmas, and Episode 10, Lice. Now, I actually am looking forward to Dwight Christmas. Dwight Christmas, I'm with Don. Yeah, I'll give it, Christmas episodes are done well on this yeah, show for the most part. I will so. say that. Um, until then... You can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Overcast, Podcast Addict, wherever you listen to us, you will find us each and every Monday. Our, our uh, shows drop. You can also find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position Podcast feed, where you can find us as well as other great shows such as Do You Hear About Pluto? Uh, and uh, Journey Through Infinity and so much more. So subscribe today to Jenny Smith's uh, podcast feed. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. We'll be happy to interact with you there. If you have longer form feedback you'd like to send the show, maybe we'll read it on air. You can find us at BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So until next week, everybody, we'll catch you on down the road. Bye, guys. Bye.